chaos is everywhere. everybody, this is Jonathan Gilchrist. I'm just hopping in here to tell you about the granddaddy of all our podcast, Chaos is Everywhere. Chaos is Everywhere is our longest running podcast at 100 episodes where we watch anything and everything that strikes our fancy. So sit back with your friends, watch a movie or a TV show, and learn about all the weird trivia and production notes that went into making that TV show, and definitely get a few laughs. That's Chaos Everywhere, every other Wednesday. We'll see you soon, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hola, senorita. How you feeling? Uh, better. Definitely better than <laughs> last time. I'm still sore, but... That's good. I was afraid you'd be more sore, because that's usually what happens to me. Like, I'm sore the night it happens, but then the next day, I'm even worse. No, but- it's like... I don't know. Yeah, like my sho- my left shoulder that I said I had I had hurt my left shoulder and it's like it's not like in pain, but I can feel it, I guess would be right. the best way to put it. Makes sense. Well, let's watch some Star Trek and get ready for a pay per view later tonight. Woo. Alright, so everybody, welcome to Chaos Final Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and I keep telling that guy over there that this podcast is not boring and pointless. That's Mr. Our device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. And uh, today we're watching some Star Trek Voyager Season 3, Episode 7, Sacred Ground, which I have to admit, like, I, I had to look up the, the synopsis. This episode triggered me a little bit in a way I wasn't expecting, or at least, like, the synopsis did. So maybe I'll talk about it when we get into the episode itself. Okay. Uh, you got it pulled up? Yep, ready to go. All right, let's hit play in three, two, one, play. Just a weird, because again, I don't know how the star dates work. This star date puts this episode chronologically right after Basics 2, the first episode of the season, and before all the other episodes that we've already watched. Oh, God. I, it does, that's, obviously that's, doesn't matter. Really annoying. Yeah. Uh, also, I'll let you know. I'm hoping it won't be a thing, but my I'm ta- some medicine I'm taking is messing with my uh, guts. So if I, if um, we might need to take a break, I hope it okay. doesn't happen. But I'll let you know. Well, first of all, it means don't fucking touch it, Neelix. <laughs> right, Jesus. I mean, I don't. You can't really be surprised at this point, though. He does seem like the guy that goes to the museum and touches everything. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, is Which that is man real? I'm gonna poke it with a stick. It's gonna be an interesting episode because um, not a lot of action in this one. It's a very big, talky episode. Great. Yeah. 
Come on, Speedy. Let's not be uh, Charlie and uh, Grandpa Joe in the part with the uh-huh. fizzy lifting drink. That was the word I was looking for. No, never mind. She went full fizzy lifting drink with it. Almost like you shouldn't just be touching shit that you don't know anything about. She has no one to blame but Neelix. That's who I would blame. Ow. Also, this is what I like to call a little show that I like to call Star Trek. This episode came out October 30th, 1996. I am very interested because it's still quite a ways away, but by the time we finish Deep Space Nine, if uh, as we're planning to start the new Doctor Who, it'll be interesting to see what kind of theme song you try to come up with for it. Uh, yeah. Also be interested to see how much of Doctor Who there will be at that point because it's British, yeah. but we'll keep adding stuff. You think part of the reason it takes them so long to get home is that every week they're going by the same planet? They're just going around in a big circle over and over again? <laughs> That'd be great. Captain, I swear we've passed this planet a hundred times by now. Oh, hush. Bullshit. I find it funny that um, I saw a video that was like making jokes about Star Trek and one of them that I really liked was... um, it was a guy, like, he was supposed to be, like, tech support on the Enterprise. Like, you can't just say two to beam up. We need to know who the fuck we're beaming up. So at least Balana actually said uh, Neelix and T- uh, Kess. Yeah, but that's her own fault. Yeah, she's being punished by the cave spirits. Yeah. Plus, Balana, we'll kill you. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah. It is very interesting that uh, it wasn't Neelix that touched the dangerous thing this time. So one really cool thing that I found out that I didn't know, which they just showed the credit. um, The guy that plays Tom Paris actually directed this episode. That's cool. This is the first episode he ever got to direct, and the only reason he got this episode specifically was Jonathan Franks, who was Commander Riker, 
was supposed to do it, but he had to step out because he got first contact the movie. Ah, yeah. So just an interesting, weird convergence of things. Neelix, get out of here, okay? They just told you to get away from there. Why do the spirits do what they do when they do what they do? Oh, sorry, I had to turn off my fan. Boom. And we can keep her alive forever, basically, on machines and such. It's what she would have wanted. Yeah. Um, the magical elf fairies uh, create energy and then kill people that try and touch that energy. Huh, he just said. It's it's literally like uh, Yellowstone. We found that if we uh, got our bodies to a certain temperature, we didn't blow up when we went inside the geysers. So naturally, we think it's supernatural. I mean, yeah, I do blame you. You are the Willy Wonka in the situation. Yeah, they're being real dicks about it. Did you do the eyebrow thing, Doctor, to be dramatic? Like, feel like you did the eyebrow thing to be dramatic. Did you? It's a good thing that Neil is such a fast reader.
Uh huh. King, right? King, whatever his name is. Sure. Wait, you're familiar with that story and you didn't bother to mention it? <laughs> well, as a captain, I'm basically a king. <laughs> don't don't uh, let other people know that I said that, but yeah, these people basically worship me. By the way, that like 30 seconds or whatever it was that Tom Paris was on the screen is all the time he gets on the screen, which makes sense because he had to direct. So I'm sure busy. he didn't want to have to do a bunch of lines. Yeah. I also don't think we see any more Bolana Torres. It's a very Janeway central episode. Of course not. These people are simple morons. They they simply have no whatsoever. See, I kind of got annoyed going the other way because of the lesson the story gives. Is uh, she eventually finds that science can't explain everything? Which, sure, yeah, not right away. But I think what annoys me is that's always a thing. In every science-based show, there comes a point where somebody's going to be like, oh, man, here's just some place where science can't explain. Okay, yeah, so you're going to stop trying? It's science fiction. <laughs> well, I mean, like, are you going to stop trying? Yeah, no, I, I'm really done. I have no more questions. But that's what well, a scientist does. That's true. Yeah, that's that's the basic crux of the episode, which is fine. Just meh, little anti-science at the end. Right now, I need to go in there and grab Kess's screaming soul out of hell and drag her back to her body. I wonder why they're having this meeting in Chakotay's office and not her office. That has nothing to do with anything. I'm just curious about the logistics of why. I mean, I think she'd be pretty happy. Like, maybe Neelix. Just very presumptuous to say you'd be the most happy there, Prime Minister. I mean, maybe he would be. Who knows? That's true. Maybe he really took a shine to cast, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
All right, Tuvok, you're not in charge. I feel like you're going to probably appear hostile. At you're point. going to appear hostile the moment you walk in. Just from a all right, let's talk to this stupid, useless, imaginary shit so I can get this done and taken care of. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yes, and you pointed right at me when you said it. Oh, that's my fault. Anyways, about this useless, imaginative shit that you're making me go through. Have I mentioned how much useless pointlessness this is for me? <laughs> if I haven't, please allow me to re reiterate. I'm doing this for someone I barely like. I hope you realize this. I think she's relatively fond of Kess. No, no. She doesn't like anyone. That's fair. Well, she has to keep a certain distance over people she's going to probably be with for 70 years, yeah. as far as she knows. It's called a tri-quarter. Never thought about why it's called a tricorder. I should look that up. I really, she's so, oh, I like, I just, I hate Janeway. I really do. I do appreciate the, uh, the like slight Yoda reference there of taking the flashlight. Yeah. Like she never saw uh, Empire Strikes Back. How did she not know that that was her guide? So goddamn obvious. Okay. First test trial by combat. Hello. Can you hear me, buddy? Hi. Did you hear me? No, you cut out. I heard hello, but I didn't hear anything before that. Oh, yeah, you were going all robot on me. Oh, uh, but we're good now? Yeah, I hear you fine now. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I heard you say hello. I know what else you okay. said. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. Yeah, it was mostly it. What? That was mostly it. All right. I was just checking to see if I'm on Wi-Fi, which I am. Janeway, put those away. A lot of 90s internet nerds probably are very happy with this episode. Huh. There's actually a joke in The Simpsons. I don't even remember what episode where comic book guy is trying to download uh, nude pictures of her. I really don't get that. She's She's not... Eh, just a general nerd thing. I guess. Nerd girl thing. It's not something that they really push that much on Voyager with her, but later we definitely get that. So 
Star Trek has a thing of like every once in a while throwing a female character that's clearly there just for the horny nerds that never talk to girls. Yeah. Sure, why not? I don't know, five, six days. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Like, I didn't even realize how much this episode does, like, borrow from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I mean, it's a very similar story as far as, like, you know, learning about, you know, seeing more than what you can see in the universe. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thanks, Dick. Well, I'm actually pretty tired, so I'm going to take a nap while you guys figure this out. I kind of want to know more about these people. <laughs> Got him. Because <laughs> Dawson's Creek was a thing back in the 1900s. Yeah. Oh, I feel so very old saying that. Not that I like that show in particular, just I have very clear memories of when it was on TV making fun of it. Yeah. It just, it worked out well with, I don't want to wait. Right, right, right. I mean, no disrespect, but this is a complete bullshit. You're supposed to wait. Yep. Wow, you figured it out. Why did it take her the rest of the episode? You just got to be assertive, bro. Everything okay there, buddy? Yep. All right. Okay, first you're going to um, apply wax to my car and then uh-huh. buff it out. No, you're not. I just um, thought something funny for the pay-per-view. 
It's going to be really interesting if the first match on the main card is the international title match, so we immediately know which one of us is going to win. Oh, you're right. That would so I could totally see them doing that too. Yeah, that could be the first match. Yeah, keep looking at the stone. <laughs> If you keep staring at it long enough, maybe it'll start floating. Okay, this is not Star Wars. Stop making it Star Wars. Oh, I wonder why people... People like to use the build the lobby of my building to talk and shout, and I don't know why. Uh. Especially when there's a common room that's like has a door that you can go into that I probably wouldn't hear as well. Even though I share a wall with it, I probably wouldn't hear it as well. I do love finger paints. Still there, buddy? Oh, no. I think you cut out again. Oh, there we go. So you were kind of insufferable even as a child. Gotcha. Yep, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Hey. I heard right, you I laugh, and then I didn't know if you cut out again, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I just paused myself really quick because my I just got my thing back. Okay. So um, let me, do you need to do a startup? 2221? Okay, I'm a, I'm a bit ahead of you. Um, go like, you know, 2221. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2321. Gotcha. Hit play until okay, you get cool. to 2358, and then we'll do the same. Okay. Do, do, do. Okay. And twenty three fifty eight, and hit play in three, two, one, play. Okay. Whew. Hopefully, that's the last weird thing that happens. I hope so, man. I don't know what's going on. My shit just like randomly just went out. Are you on Wi Fi or data? Wi Fi. Uh, okay. It should be fine, then. But you know, you never know. Yeah. Oh, good. The rock is finally glowing. Either that or you're tripping balls, my friend. Aha. Uh -huh. Right. If I had to guess, I think she just took some mushrooms. Right, right, right.
Yeah, no, it was your fault, Mr. Neelix. Yeah, right? He's very good at wallowing, though. That's like his main skill. Yeah, but you should be used to it by now. If it's any well, consolation, you are always useless. When I read the trivia, like one of the things it says, maybe the him saying that he understands is going back to the episode uh, um, "Heroes and Demons," you know, the Beowulf episode. But I feel like that's reading too much into it. He clearly just likes Cast. Clearly, <laughs> like, she's his best friend and the only person that treated him like a person before everybody else kind of had to because she shamed them. Do you think you're ready? Are you ready to bow to the masters? <laughs> Don't do it. I feel oh. like just by default, I would get through this challenge because, like, I'd be like, yeah, I'll hang out with the old people. Why not? I don't have anything else to do today. Right. No reason to be rude just because I'm in a hurry. Getting tight. Can't continue to list symptoms. Oh, God. Captain. Okay, now we're going to bury you alive. Yep. I said them to wait till she wakes up to bury her alive. Right. I mean, I'm sure she's taking little micro naps. I'm sure she's fine. God damn it, Chakotay, calm the fuck down. Man, Chakotay's such a dick. Right? So, yeah, no, it's like literally LSD. Yeah, because you don't have other things to do on the ship. You... <laughs> As the one that's in charge of the ship right now, you should just stand in front of that monitor. 
Oh, God. It just reminds me of my first year in college. Ugh, <laughs> such a bad trip. Definitely hallucination. Nope. Nope. That's the entirely mouth point. Really? Because you've been kind of disrespectful. Yeah, right. Remember the power of the tricord at the beginning? I read um, one of the things that they said was like, there wasn't much for everybody else to do. And I just realized, yeah, Chicote is literally standing in front of a monitor. That's his big action set piece for the episode. Don't worry, everybody. He's awake and he's aware. Quiet down. Boom. Boom, flip it. Oh, she figured it out. I don't know what the fuck I've been talking about. It all was worth it. Nope. I don't know why. You just haven't eaten or slept in 39 right. hours. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ha 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 ha. Yes. We had these dry clean for you. Uh, huh. You will get a bill. Also, I'm a little concerned. It's been 39 hours and I have not defecated. That seems like it might be an issue later. Nah, it's fine. He's such a dick. The doctor? No, Chicote. He's such a dick oh, to yeah. the doctor specifically. Yeah, they don't really interact much. He doesn't I don't think he really likes the doctor. No shit. I think, I think it's like uh just based on his character, it's like uh because he's artificial. Uh -huh. it's I just harder that. for him to get over that pump. Yeah. Would you just let him think for God? Take him five seconds, Felix. 
Oh no, not siren-like beeping. Siren-like beeping's never good. Like, Neelix really shouldn't be allowed anywhere. <laughs> Especially in sickbed. Yeah. Neelix, shut up. Yeah, come uh, he, on. Oh, man, he's so bothersome. No, this is like when he's at his most annoying. Like whenever somebody he cares about's in danger, that's when he gets really... Yeah. Which, I mean, I, if you're going to be a kind of insufferable, it's a perfectly reasonable time, I guess, to do so from a character yeah. point of view. Did you try slapping her awake? Like, just one good slap. Yes. Boom. Oh, my stupid thing just froze. Oh, need me to pause? Um, what time are you at? 3458. I'm like 3455. So go ahead and pause and then yep. let me know when you pause that. I paused. 3458. All right. So 3458 hit play in three, two, one, play. Seriously, consider just letting that go, but being a few seconds off like that can get annoying with the commentary yeah. stuff. Yes. Duh. God. Chill watching Empire Strikes Back for God's sakes. It's all right there. Yoda, the cave, the failure. Come on. You know what? I haven't said this yet. You're right. Star Trek could use more Star Wars. They don't even have lightsabers for God's sakes. Hmm. Sorry. Laser swords. Do you think like the spiritual ancestors take turns or it's just always those three in that room? So it's just them. Yeah, what is real, um, actually, of this universe? Oh, well, yeah. Pig-headed, self-centered, conceited. Okay, we get it. That's enough adjectives. Well, except for that one guy. He seems pretty yeah, grouchy. Right. 
Yes, I mean. And poke with a stick. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. They throw it back in her face. Right. I feel like if they could get back and like I feel like the prophets could probably figure it out. So that's what we're dealing with. It's like a prophet level alien. Yeah. Is it though? Is that belief in science a leap of faith? Because the difference is usually when science fails in front of you, it does eventually give you the answer if you keep working. Like when I mean, sweat- there is a certain level of faith in it, it's just it's just not like yeah, religion. But I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't say it's the same type of faith. It's like when learning to fly didn't work, when those early planes didn't work, that was science failing. But it's not like it failed forever. It's just they weren't doing it correctly. You know what I mean? I get what um, you're saying. I think the whole point that they're trying to make is that, like, well, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not particularly religious, but I don't necessarily have anything against religion either. Yeah. I'm not, like, I don't have anything against religion. I just get annoyed when people, like, stop at a certain point and say, well, that's as far as we can go. Because. I've I know enough history now. There's a lot of points where it's like, oh, you know what? The Earth is the center of the universe. That's as far as we're going to learn. And of course, we learn more and more and more and more. It yeah. just doesn't seem like there's an end to what we can learn if we don't stop asking the question is the problem. And I think that's part of what a leap of faith sometimes does is make you stop asking the question. Because you just assume that, all right, well, after this, it just means faith is needed. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. If that, I don't know if that's necessarily a religion thing, though. Yeah. Like I think yeah, just time. Yeah. I I think a part of it is also like technology based. Whereas there's like a certain level of technology that people have and there are Uh certain things that you like just can't just can't like get any further. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't expect like I guess for example like are you based on what you're saying it's like the people of like the people of Rome or whatever should have been able to like fucking travel through space but they didn't because they didn't believe in it hard enough no it's not that they didn't believe in it hard enough it's that they stopped 
um, looking for answers in certain ways. Like they had a steam engine. They, they had one. They just yeah. didn't have the imagination to use that steam engine to create the industrial revolution, but it could have happened. Like, takes, like, I don't know. There's that shit takes time also. It does, but like they have thousands of years and, you know, I'm not saying like it's a failure on their part. I'm just saying that the discoveries of science are there and they seem so obvious once we know them. But a big reason we don't know them sooner is because people refuse to accept them or refuse to keep asking the questions because it gets uncomfortable with what we believe, basically. If that makes sense. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I said, I wasn't expecting this episode to bring up all that in me. It just, I don't know why, it just hit me in the right way. I mean, you're a little crazy. You did blow up the only way to get home. Neelix, listen, man. What do you like? What do you want her to do? Like, at this point, no matter what other philosophical points you might want to make, what else could you try? Yeah, exactly. I guess you just got to have faith. <laughs> do you remember, kid, at the episode? That's that was like a perfect button for the I whole know. episode. So yeah, I, I was wrong that those old people aren't the ancestral spirits, but they were the answer to the whole riddle. Right. I I will say, I think one of the things that kind of bugs me about this is like Chicote uh, is like the big kind of like faith guy. You know what I mean? Right. And he's the one who's all like, no, this isn't, it's not my faith, so it's not the right one. <laughs> This is insane. This is insane. Mission quests like fucking make sense and they're obviously true. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Uh, she's dead. Well, I'm fine. How are you? Maybe part of the reason that uh, Neelix is so annoying is he's actually a Sith. Maybe. And by the way, now the doctor is actually giving you the scientific reason, of course, Gavin's going to be like, but maybe it was just the spirits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, now she doesn't believe. Now you seem douchey in the other way. Yep. I mean, she can't get away from her douchiness. 
She keeps going too far one direction or the other. Yeah. I mean, I would say the scientific method would say you'd have to put another crew member in there and like see if his thing works to be 100% sure. But, all right, well, there's the episode. What did you think of it besides our whole philosophical discussion? It was fine. Uh, it's, I... a pretty, it's a pretty good standalone episode, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm usually not a huge, like, I, like in general, I'm not a huge a fan of the more talky talky episode. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think for such a complicated like idea, they did do a good yeah. job of um, like for parsing it out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Just looking for the next episode, it should be episode eight. Oh, it's we're gonna start a two-parter. Let's see here. Oh, this is a good episode. So um, the next episode of Voyager is Future End Part One. Uh, both Voyager in a 29th century Federation time ship, uh, the Aeon, yeah, I think it's what's called, or Eon, are pulled back in time to Earth in the late 20th century. So basically, they're going back to 1996. Hmm. And it, it's a very important episode, especially, well, there's a lot of stuff that happens, but especially for the Doctor, yeah. it's like a big leap forward in his character and what he can do after this episode. Um, oh. Also, Weird um, special guest star who I think is in both parts. Sarah Silverman is um, just randomly a person in the episode. Party. Just, just weird to see her on a Star Trek episode. Like, okay, yeah. she's there. Um, all right. So, yeah, Chaos of Ringside. We're going to record that after the pay-per-view. Um, so we will have our breakdown of how our predictions went and everything that's been going on up until this point. And yeah, we'll talk about everything that happens at the pay-per-view. So that'll be fun. And then, uh, next week is Star Trek, uh, Deep Space Time. Oh, it's the episode where they go to uh, Rise of the Pleasure Planet. And it's a, it's a pretty fun episode overall. So check all that out. And, uh, yeah. I haven't said in a while, but you can follow us on Facebook at Chaos Everywhere. Uh, follow us on TikTok at Chaos Pod Show. And if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for anything, write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I hope everybody has a good week and enjoyed the pay-per-view. We'll see you soon. Do, sir.